The Medical College of Wisconsin Office of Student Health and Wellness presents Well, 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 where each episode a very special guest and I discuss what it means to be well in the world of health science education. everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Well, Well, Well. I have a bit of a different episode for you today. Um, I decided that maybe it would be helpful to have an episode on budgeting with either a stipend or while on financial aid. And when I reached out to our Director of Student Financial Services, Kristen Moots, it had turned out that she had just completed a webinar on this very topic. Um, so in meeting with her, we decided that I would actually just include some sound clips, um, sound bites from this specific webinar. And so Kristen Kristen goes through how to make a plan, um, what to do if you have a little extra, what to do if you're falling a bit short, um, and I include in the show notes a copy, a copy of the double AMC budget, the student template for you all. I hope that you enjoy this episode. Be well. Um, we have some money basics to share with you, and I think this will be helpful if you never set up a budget before, or even if you have one, but you're finding yourself coming up short. Uh, I know the last few years have been particularly difficult on many fronts, um, and finances seem to hit pretty hard, um, especially with inflation not letting up anytime soon. So this really means that planning is now more important than ever as prices continue to increase. So my name is Kristen. I'm the Director of Student Financial Services at MCW, and I'm joined by my colleague here, Mark, from WISMED Financial. Um, he's a fiduciary, which means he's not going to try to sell you things, and he's really meant to look out for your best interests. He's associated with our partner, um, Wisconsin Medical Society, and we work closely together with the organization to ensure students in the healthcare profession have a trusted source for reliable information. Um, so this session is really designed as a starting point to help you with your financial plan as you attend MCW. We'll start with um, some of the basics. So I know this may seem like something that you really don't want to do or need to do, um, but trust me, a little planning will go a long way <clears throat> and your future self will really thank you for it. Um, you'll also have a peace of mind knowing exactly what is coming in versus what is going out and it'll help you avoid financial stressors down the road. So the key is to living within your means is knowing what you have and where you're spending it. If you get to the end of each month and you don't have enough money, you're already in trouble. And this has been an issue throughout all of history. So if you're in this situation, you're not alone. There's a Proverbs 23, which is about 2000 years old, says your money can be gone in a flash as if it has grown wings and flown away like an eagle. So the U.S. government recognizes this and actually helps you to understand that because we have an eagle printed on every single dollar bill. So we know money is easy come, easy go, so it's important to pay attention to it. Um, so how do you keep your money from flying away? You really need to sit down, write everything out, and make a plan. A budget is planned spending, is telling your money where to go rather than wondering where it went. So where do you start? There are three main steps that you need to follow, and budgeting is a skill that you can really develop and continue to use for the rest of your life. So follow these steps closely and it'll help you along the way. Um, the first step is to write it down. Writing down your budget gives you the full picture. You'll be actually surprised how the little costs can really add up. Um, it also helps bring your priorities into focus. You must be honest and account for everything in order for this to work. Now, there's tools that'll help you, and we'll look at those next, so you don't have to start everything from scratch if you're not really sure where to go. Um, but writing it down can be a very easy step. You just really need to take a moment to do it and make sure it's correct. There's so much that we don't even think about um, buying that maybe we don't even realize where money's going. A good place I like to start is my credit card or debit card statements. I look at each transaction, and then I put that into a bucket or a category. 
on my budget at the top of my um, statement are the um, priorities that I have, which are housing, utilities, food, and any other loan payments like a car payment. And you just want to make sure that you write everything down and account for it. This will help you later. And then the next step is to review it occasionally. Um, this is important to make sure you keep pace with what you're expected. You really need to account for all of your expenses and income sources. Uh, if you run into a surplus or deficit, you can track that. And um, if you do this in the first few months, you can really get ahead of any trends in either direction and help you prepare and shore things up. And then the final point is adjust accordingly. As you add, subtract, or change your costs, you should really update your budget. If you're running into a deficit, you may need to make some tough decisions about what is a need versus a want. Uh, keep in mind you are a student. I know you've had a long journey of being a student already. I completely understand. Um, but if you rely on financial aid or program stipend for living expenses, you need to continue to live like a student for your program. Um, resist the temptation to compare yourself to others and buy everything you want right now. You may eventually get there, but when you're a student, it's not the time to buy the newest technology or car. Take a tropical vacation when you don't have the funds to do so. So now the basic budget formula just really comes down to this. Your total income plus your total expenses is your discretionary income. And I know credit is commonly used these days, but you cannot really go on spending what you don't have indefinitely. Doing a baseline budget will show you what you have coming in and where it's going out so you know where you stand. Ideally, you want to have a balanced budget or if possible a surplus after your expenses. So we'll take a look at the rare case. If you do have a surplus or a positive amount after completing your budget, that's great. Um, just would ask you to look at a few things before you get too comfortable. First, are you accurately reflecting your expenses? Were you honest with all of your costs and spending? If you don't really feel like you have a surplus at the end of the month and your bank account doesn't reflect that, you need to relook at your budget and make sure you're accounting for everything. Uh, if you do have a surplus, but you're a student loan borrower, check to make sure you aren't over borrowing. There are fees and interest on those loans that you're paying, so don't borrow extra that you wouldn't normally need just to have a surplus. Make sure you limit your borrowing only to what is needed. Otherwise, that surplus actually ends up costing you a lot more money in the long run by the time you repay your loans. <clears throat> and then finally, if you do have a solid plan and you still have a surplus, consider creating a savings cushion for emergencies. Uh, this will help you stay on track if an emergency does arise in the future and it won't throw your budget out of whack by one incident that happens. Now we'll talk about if you have a shortfall, which tends to be common. Um, this is also called negative discretionary income. So this really means that your costs exceed your income. And I like to say you need to nip it in the budget right away. You really need to review your budget, look hard at where you can cut expenses. Uh, you can find alternatives that cost less, maybe find a roommate to reduce rent or eliminate any non-essentials that could be like lowering or getting rid of your TV package, uh, lower credit card or car payments. If you are a student loan borrower, you can ask family or friends for assistance in areas that financially cannot cover, such as car payments, because um, that's not allowed in the financial aid budget. Also, being on a parent or spouse health insurance instead of private insurance can help you save money that way too. Uh, and then just a reminder, if you are using financial aid and have an extenuating circumstance, like a car repair or medical bill that exceeds the allocation, we may be able to help you. So please contact our office for assistance, we don't want an emergency to throw you out of whack um, with everything for your financial aid either. And then if you are receiving a stipend, you are already receiving more funds than a lot of financial aid budget. So just make sure you work on finding a way to reduce your costs. 
And then you might say, geez, I still have a shortfall after all those adjustments, what can I do? So just make sure you don't buy anything that you didn't have planned. An example is walking into a store without a list. Stores today are designed for impulse buying. So you likely already have a PhD, probably a PhD in impulse buying if you see a sales sign and have to buy it. Um, did you really need the 10 gallons of soap if, if you, at that price, you know, I think Costco, the big bucket for a few dollars or the five gallon jar of jalapenos that might still be sitting in your fridge when you're getting ready to graduate years later. Did you really need to spend money on those items? Probably not. If it's not on your list, don't think about what you're saving when you see a sale, think about what you're spending. Uh, that money could actually have been used for something else if you weren't attracted to the sale or such a good deal. Even if you pass up that sale, the money stays in the bank and can actually earn you money through interest. Um, whereas, you know, the giant jar of jalapenos is starting to turn strange colors in your refrigerator by this point is a wasted purchase. So avoid impulse buying. Um, if it's a good deal today, it will probably be a good deal in the future or maybe you just don't need it. The next thing to do is just really be honest. Take a hard look at your expenses, evaluate what is a need versus a want. You'll need to be honest with where you're spending your money. Again, I know I said this before, but you are a student. You need to live like a student. You will not be able to afford everything you want or that your friends and family have right now, but you'll eventually get there. And it starts with living in your means today. So you don't have financial troubles that can follow you the rest of your life. Don't buy things you don't need with money you don't have. And then another common area is just look for small leaks or extra costs in your budget. An occasional treat can, that becomes a regular habit can really add up. So take, for example, if you buy a cup of coffee each morning, you may not think twice about spending about $5 on a cup of joe. However, if you do that every weekday for the semester, it adds up to over $500 for six months. And then over the year, that becomes $1,000. So even worse, if you're a student loan borrower, that $5 was loan money. So by the time you repay your loan, um, that cup of coffee actually cost you about $10. So the question is, would you still buy that cup of coffee today if the final price tag was $10? And then just think about what else you could have used that $1,000 for in your life if you had made your coffee at home each day. So, you know, bake your meals at home, bring your lunch with you, don't eat out. All these costs that are small in the moment <clears throat> can really add up. And then if you are, if you have a shortfall and are struggling to pay your rent each month, you just really need to take a look at your budget and figure out where to make changes. And again, nip it in the budget. Like I said, live like a student, live within your means. Your future self will really thank you for it. And you'll develop a lifelong skill that will help you at any stage of your life and any income level. So um, <clears throat> we're here today to tell you you can do this. You just need to take the step, complete the budget, and be honest with yourself. Now, if you do need help or unsure where to go once you've started your budget, my team in financial aid is more than happy to help you. Uh, we also have partners like Mike, Mark who are here today that have been happy to sit down and review budget with students. So, uh, you know, start today, plan for your upcoming school year, which starts in a couple of weeks. And if you're in a difficult situation, um, it's not too late to turn it around. You know, for some people, this is their first time managing money on their own, or maybe they didn't have a good role model growing up. Um, we can help you figure this out. So please let us know if we can help you. And um, we're more than happy to work with you on that.
Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Well, Well, Well. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you have any thoughts or ideas for the podcast, or you might feel passionate about a wellness topic you'd love to chat about as a very special guest, never hesitate to reach out to me on my MCW email. I leave it in the show notes. And we want this podcast to really be meaningful and valuable to you, our listeners. Thanks, everyone, and be well. Thank you.